rise up and do something. Yes, rise up and do something. Hallelujah. We are here every Wednesday from 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hallelujah. Hope you are doing great. Hope your spirit, soul, and body is intact. Hallelujah. So let's get on with this today's topic. Please join me with prayer. Father, we just want to thank you for today. Thank you that we are awake. You gave us sleep and you woke us up. Many people did not rise up today. And we are thanking you for what you are going to teach us today. Holy Spirit, you are hereby. We adore you. And we thank you for everyone today. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstances, you are seated on the throne. Father, we thank you that even the situation may look very bad, but to you, every impossible situation is possible. In the name of Jesus, we bless you and we are thanking you that all this while you have done great things in our lives, greater things you will do today, tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we have this topic, rise up and do something. And I hope you are be praying. We need to pray. We need to fast and we need to pray. Last week, we prayed. I hope you join with us in prayer. So we have to pray for all men. We have to pray for kings. We have to pray for everyone that is in authority. Okay? This is very important. We have a responsibility, and that responsibility for you and me is to pray for all men, pray for kings, and pray for everyone that is in authority. Hallelujah. So rise up and do something is our brand new topic for today. And the proof test, we can take that from First uh, Samuel chapter 30. So you will read from verse 1. Okay, verse 1. But if you really want to see um, the real uh, contest, I'll just advise you read from verse, uh, I mean, chapter 29. Okay? Then you transition to uh, chapter 30. Then you read from verse 1 to the end. Okay? It's a good read. Yeah, it's so delicious. But because of time, I, I may not be able to read all this. But I do like to read the second proof test, which is uh, Second Kings. Okay, let's go to first. I mean, let's go to Second Kings, um, chapter twenty. Then we begin to. Uh, see what the Lord is telling us. 
I hope you are there. Second Kings chapter 20. This is not brand new anyway. We've had so many of those uh, uh, teachings on this uh, on this very chapter, but I just wanted to use it if you don't if you don't mind. So from verse one, Second uh, Kings Second Kings chapter 20. I'm going to read from verse one. I will read from verse one to six. Okay, so I read from King James Version, uh, New King James Version. In those days, Ezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus saith the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. For you shall what? Die and not live. Verse 2. Then he turned his face towards the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Verse 3 now, Remember now, O Lord, that is Hezekiah now. He said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Verse 4, And it happened before Isaiah had gone out into the middle court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, Return. As verse 5. The, the, the word of God came to Isaiah the prophet. That's the second time. The first time was Hezekiah set your house in order. That is, get ready for you are going to die and not leave. Okay? Now, Hezekiah went into prayer and crying. Okay? And he entreated and prayed to the Lord and the Lord saw his heart. And the second time, Isaiah had a message from the Lord for Hezekiah. And this is the message. And it says, I have heard your prayer. No, sorry. I went ahead of myself. Verse 5. It said, Return and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Thus saith the Lord, the God of David, your, your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. Surely I will heal you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord, and I will add to your days 15 years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the, of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for my own sake and for the sake of my servant David. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? So we are seeing a pattern here. When you also read uh, the first proof test, which is First Kings, I mean First Samuel chapter 30, you see that there was a loss. David and his men came to they returned back to their to their city 
and they discover that their families, their belongings, everything has been taken by the Amalekites. So we heard it that they cried, they wept, they have no strength to what? To weep. You see? And David asked for uh, opinion from the Lord. And he he inquired from the Lord, do I go out to go and fight? If I go out, will I be successful? Those kind of uh, uh, inquiry. So he inquired of the Lord, and the Lord said, yes, if you go, yeah, you can go. You 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 will you will succeed. You see, so we are seeing a pattern here of crying and doing something. You see, so now in in our in 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 in, in our life, we are to rise up and do something. You see. We have to rise up and do something. We may have cried. We may have wept. We may have seen uh, things in our lives. But where do we stand? Hezekiah wept and God came back to him and had mercy on him. You see, the same way David wept and they don't wait and just sit down there and say, well, you do something. No, it, it is we to do something. So we are seeing a dream in both instances. In Azekiah, there is a dream that is going to deliver the city from the hands of the king of Assyria. And the Lord is going to help him to defend the city for his own sake and for the sake of his servant David. So there is a dream before Ezekiah. The same way David had a dream. The dream is to go and recover all that the Amalekites have taken. You see, his men, his followers, his team, his soldiers. He was the general, the general, the commander-in-chief of the army, of the armed forces. Can you imagine the consequences of those guys rebelling against you and say, we are going to kill you, we will assassinate you, we will stone you, uh, we will kill you, you see? Those were really in his mind. They may not have said it, or they may have said it, but there was a dream that came to him that, yes, I have to recover all that the enemy has taken. We may have been beaten down by challenges. We may have been beaten down by situations. We may have been beaten down by fear. We are not too easy to fear. We just need to seek the face of the Lord and go out to recover all 
the enemy has taken. And that is our dream. Our dream is there before us. You see, my dear brother, my dear sister, what is your dream today? What is your dream? You see, your dream may be to reach out to people who are hungry, to reach out to the widows, to reach out to the orphans. It may be that ministry that you'll be considering starting. Or it may be a business proposal that you want to write, you want to start your business, to uh, go to school. Uh, maybe you want to travel to places to do a great work, you see, for people uh, who need help from the Lord. You want to do a great work for the Lord. You know what the Lord has been telling you in your heart? So what do we do? Go for the dream. You see, you may have been knocked down by that situation. Not once, but many times. So for example, you you may not have the strength. You may not have the energy. You may not have the zeal to get back up, but the Lord is saying that we have to rise up and get back up. You will feel like giving up, or some of us have already given up, but we are not to give up. And this is the seemingly uh, easiest uh, option. That is the way out which most of us are yielding to. We are not to yield to the easiest option or to uh, uh, take the, uh, the 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 uh, the less option. You know, uh, uh, there will be a difficult difficult option. There will be easiest option. Uh, then there will be a very easy option. You see, like being a mediocre, right? Take the most easy option and say, okay, let me do this. So, no. And that is the result we will get. You see, and many of us have yielded to the easiest option. Just for example, we see challenges in being a physician. Maybe the law has spoken to you to be a physician. Then you look at it, oh, this is going to take more time, and this is going to take uh, a lot of uh, uh, reading. Then you just choose uh, maybe one course like that. Oh, let me just do this course. Forget about that. You see, that's an easiest option. You see, we are not to yield to easy options but to face that challenges. And as we face that challenges, the Lord will help us in facing those challenges. Ours is just going to say, yes, I will face that challenge, that mountain. I will pull it down. It's not going to be easy, but you will eventually pull it down. So we are not to take that so-called easiest route 
mercy when you are when when you are hit by life in desperate times. This is the time to rise up and hit back. There are many times we get hit in our lives in desperate times, but this is the time to rise up and, and hit back up. Many people get hit by life, but they never hit back. They just give up. So are, are, are you going to stay down there or are you going to stay back up? It takes courage, confidence, and it takes strong mindset to get back up when nobody believes in you. Yeah, many 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 people may have lost faith in us, they may have given up on us, but it takes a different mindset to get back up when this is happening to us. One thing we need to know there is a, a huge lion inside of every one of us. There's a lion inside of you right now. Problem is that some people have decided to never let that lion out. Most of us have locked our lion in a cage. Are you hungry for a dream? Are you willing to fight for that dream? If so, let us let the lion the lion out. Let us get hungry for our dream. Get hungry for your dream. Go hunt your dream. Now, just talking about your dream will not take you far. You know, just talking about it, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, this and that. But we have to work, take action. We must have a fighting will. We must have what? A fighting will. We must have a fighting will. You know, Paul was admonishing Timothy. He was admonishing him in Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. He says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. You see, so we are to fight a good fight of faith. First Timothy six twelve. We also need to wage a good warfare by faith and a good conscience. What is conscience? Conscience is the, our ethics, our integrity, our morality, our scruples, our principles, our sense of right and wrong, and so on and so forth. Yes, a good conscience. Going to do things the right way, do things with integrity. You have to have a principle. Have to rightly divide right and wrong to fight a good fight of faith. Hallelujah. So we have to go forth with our faith and fight a good fight of faith. Hallelujah. So we also have to have a working will, a resilient will. First I said a fighting will, then now a working will to be able to walk 
to walk and a resilient will if they fight us we bounce back they fight us we bounce back not never giving up now the Amalekites have these characteristics they were a thorn in the flesh of the Israelites the Amalekites never give up you beat them they go back with time they come back you beat them they, they, they go back and they come back again so they never gave up. So we must have a never give up will. Now, doubters will tell you and me that uh, the dream we are pursuing is not realistic. Now, haters is going to tell you to quit because they hate you. They are going to tell you, oh, um, that dream is, is not realistic. That dream is too big. That dream is, you need to pursue this dream. This one you can accomplish. So they are, because they have a motive. They hate you. They are not wishing well for you. Uh, in most cases, they are jealous. You see, nobody's going to support you. It's your dream. It's not their dream. The law has laid it to you. So they did, the law didn't lay it to them. So, you don't expect any support. You don't expect anyone to believe in you. See? So they are going to uh, doubt you. They are going to hate you. See? So no one will hunt for you. And no one will support your dream. Hallelujah. So everyone wants to succeed, but few are willing to put in the work required. Everyone wants to succeed, but not many of us are going to put in the work required. You know, to be able to succeed, we have to work smartly. In 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 those days, it it, it you know if you if you want to document things, you will be writing, writing, writing. But today, we are in a modern age where we have electronics, we have uh, uh, laptops, we have tablets, we have cell phones, we have all kinds of technology that we can put to use to document things. Hallelujah. No one will change it for you. You are the only one who will go and get it. No one will get it for you. No one will chase it for you. No one will hunt it for you. No one will support your dream. Okay? So everyone to everyone wants to succeed, but few are willing to put in the work required. So my dear brother, my dear sister, stop limiting yourself and just go for it. You can make your dream a reality. It will only take one person to believe that it is possible. And that person is you. You see, now we have two. One was David. One was Hezekiah. You see, most people, most people, we just gave up and said, okay, they have come to loot all my belongings. They took my 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 wives and my my children. Oh, I, I'm sure they are already dead. You, you will find negative stuff 
neg negative negative people like that, they they will conclude that they have already dead. They've eaten or taken all what belongs to me, right? They've taken all. There's no need to fight. It's, it's over. Haven't you seen people like that? They will they will decide that there's no need. They will conclude right there, no need. See, but you are in the camp of trying. Never give up. You see, your try. Don't give up. Don't conclude that it's over until God said it's over. You see, but David went. He discovered that all. No, not 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 me saying it. When you go to First Samuel chapter thirty, verse sixteen, let me read it. He said, "And when he had brought him down, that is when the Egyptians had helped them, that is David and his men, locate where the Amalekites were staying. That is verse sixteen. And when he had brought him down, there." They were spread out over all the land. They were eating, drinking, and dancing. They were what? Eating, drinking, and dancing because of the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines, from the land of Judah. You see, they had made a great, uh, a, a great uh, 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 spoil. You see, they've taken a great spoil. Uh, I mean, they, they they looted from two places, from Judah and from where? Uh, Ziklag. Okay. So they, they've taken from the Philistines, and they also took from where? The land of what? Of Judah. So they had great loot. And the result of that, they began to eat and drink and dancing. You see, and they let down their guard. So in our success, it's good to drink, it's good to eat and dance, but we also need to be on our guard. After we break success, we still have to work, not just let out our guard, pray. We still have to uh, pray and fast. Very important in our lives. You cannot just sit down there and be dancing and eating and drinking. And uh, in most cases, that's what many of us are doing today. Now, in the second case, which is Ezekiah, he uh, saw the need of, of praying to God. It's only God that can change this situation. It's only God that can change this situation. It's only God that can rescue me. It's only God that I know. And he prayed as usual and wept. And God saw his heart. Now, he never gave up. There is never quitting in the heart of Christians. That is the body of Christ. We never quit. Never give up. You never stop 
limiting yourself in your dream. You never give up on your dream. We have to try our best. And we have to go out there. We are not to settle for less. We are not to take the easiest option. But instead, let our lion out and go out. And so it will only take one person to put it to work. And that one person is you, my brother, my sister. There's plenty of people who have accomplished great things, who are living their dream life. Yes, they are, they are living their dream life. They, 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 uh, they have uh, 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 put their lion to work. They, they left out their lion. It wasn't easy. They didn't go for the easiest option. Instead, they let down their lion, and the lion went for the elephant, and they, they gradually eat the elephant, eat the elephant, eat the elephant, slowly, 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 slowly. The problem most of us are having is that we, we just want to eat the elephant in a day. No, it doesn't work that way. The problem most of us are seeing is that this is a great mountain. So this great mountain, one day will just have to lower you. Sometimes it takes years, like I said, for physicians to gradually uh, remove that mountain, begin to eat that mountain, begin to eat that mountain gradually and gradually. Now, let me give you uh, a, a, a practical example. I don't know if if you've gone through some roads in, in the in the U.S. Not only in U.S. There are some places in uh, in Africa, maybe elsewhere also. You will find they've 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 they have they they have constructed a road to that place. Now, when you look at that place. The place, by all uh, uh, original standards, it, 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 it was the whole place was a mountain. But they had now put a road through it so that when you see on the right side, a mountain. When you see on the left side, it's a mountain. It was in the valley that they put the road through. Or maybe there was a valley between the the um, the the right side and the left side mountain. Okay, that was why it was easy for them to put. No, the whole sphere was a mountain, but they were not going to give up to that mountain and say, okay, we are not going to put the road through it. it is this is huge? No, uh, 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 the engineers look at the mountain and did something about that mountain and say, hey, mountains, you are not going to restrict us from constructing a road through here. So they went on and dynamite the, uh, 
the uh, the, the 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 mountains, and the mountains gave way for the construction of that road. So we now have road in that in that mountains. It wasn't just easy that you just construct a road through the mountains. You will you yourself will see when you pass through the area, it's like a wonder. You will see mountains on the right, you see mountains on the left. And you begin to think how did this come about? Maybe this was a valley and that was why it was easy. No, it it wasn't a valley. They didn't settle for less. They thought it yes, we have to do something here. And they did something. How much more we Hallelujah. So we must not stop limiting ourselves. We can make our dream a reality. That dream must come to pass. If God has said so, it must surely come to pass. If God has said yes, we are going to make this way in this mountain with our courage with our determination with our uh, uh, resilience with our confidence that we have not giving up on circumstances not giving up on our strength not giving up on our energy we have to have that faith and the action goes with the faith you know faith without action is dead Hallelujah. So we 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 see plenty of people who have accomplished great things, who are living their lives in 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 a real. They have done it. That is that is a proof that you and I can do it. If they can do it, you can do it. If the people of the world can do it, can construct the road I just described some few minutes ago, you also can construct a road in your dream. Make that dream come to pass. It is a proof that you can live your dream if you really want it. You see, do you know we are the most dangerous enemy in our dream? Because it is only we who can decide when to quit and not to quit on our dream. We can decide to say, well, uh, let me settle for less. Let me go and study this course. Or let me just go and do this work. Let me not do this. Let me not do that. Let me not start this business. Or let me just go and work $8 an hour or $7 an hour. When you could start your business now and suffer for that business. But on the long run, it is your business. It, it is your work. And at the end, it will eventually pay off. But if you are working for $7, eight hour, is the easiest route now. It seems the best option. But when are you going to be free? When will you ever be free? What is the end thereof of that $8, $7? There's no end. You see? But at least when you start your business, there will be a time where, with God's mercy, 
and faith in you to discover that in not too distant future, you will start hiring other people. You will start to uh, use other help from other sources. You see, you are not only helping yourself, but you are helping others. And that is what the Lord is asking us. You see, so we can always make a difference in our lives. We can always make that dream a reality. So it will always take one person to believe that it is possible. And that person is you. You see? And it will also take one person to put it to work. And that one person is you. And there are plenty of people, like I said, who have accomplished that great things, who are living their life today. They have done it. So you can also do it. We are not to quit on our dream. You see? So only decide when to kill those dreams. And also decide when you need to put that dream to life. You know, you are more powerful than you will ever know. You are more powerful. You can change the world with your dream. We all have all kinds of dreams. But you can change the world with one dream you have. It only requires you and I to get out of our comfort zone. We all have all kind of comfort zone, but it only requires you, it only requires me to get out of our comfort zone and unleash that inner lion. It requires you to let the lion out of its cage we have put it in. It requires you to take your dream no matter what it looks like, no matter what is seeming now, no matter what is, is the implication of what you are going to do, but it takes you and I to let that dream come out in the name of Jesus. Now, if you have the weak mindset, if you are afraid of taking risks, you will never get far in life. My dear brother, my dear sister, even if you have that weak mindset, you see, if you uh, are uh, very, very afraid, very, very, very uh, weak, you see, taking a risk, require a risk. You require a risk. You know, when we are going to start our business, that is a risk because you are putting your money in, on the line. How are you going to know whether the business will succeed or not? You see, it's a risk. But if we don't try it, we will not know whether we are going to succeed or not succeed. When David was going to uh, uh, um, recover all the America has taken in that raid, he, he was putting his life on the line. What kind of risk? What kind of risk would be more than life? He could have been killed. Yeah, David could have been killed. The Amalekites could have stayed in the ambush. And as as they were coming, the David and army were, would have been killed on the road. So he, he, he took a, a very a high risk, you see. But the risk we are saying here is just money, you see, investing. You, you may lose it or you may not lose it. 
you see. So we have to create a mindset that keeps us moving even when others quit. We will never get that dream with a weak mindset. We have to change our mindset, a new mindset. We have to renew our mind and keep us moving, especially when others quit. See, life does not require us to quit. Our life, life can beat us and challenge us and say, yes, I want you to quit now. I want you to quit now. The easier option is for you to quit. The easier option is for you to quit. No, don't quit. Hang in there. Stay there. Ask God, what do I do? Seek the face of God. Uh, if possible, fast and pray. Fast and pray. Seek the face of God. Ask him. Don't quit until he tells you to quit. Quitting is not an option for a child of God. See, when you are hit, get back on. You are hit, put down, rise up, get back going. When you are hit, rise up, get back going. When you are hit, get back, rise up, going. Life does not require us to settle in defeat and say, oh, okay, I'll be defeated, that's it, I quit. No, quitting is not in our mindset. One of the things we need to realize is that life is unpredictable. It is full of surprises. There are times that you will feel that life is going to beat us, but discover that, no, I'm successful. You see, sometimes you might be close to your dream. You, you discover that, oh, okay, the dream that I was very close to now is beginning to go in the dream. We have to uh, become aware of our prayer life, of the way we seek the face of God and maintain that dream. Your dream can become a reality if you refuse to quit. We are to be like a lion and never back down from the challenges we face. No. We have to work being like a lion and never get back down from the challenges we face. You know, the lion will just settle down and rest and get back on hunting. They will slowly hunt for what? They are free. You see, they strategically hunt for their prey and look for who they are going to attack. In the same way, we have to plan our strategy, we have to plan our uh, uh, our tactics. You see, you see, David prayed, and he never just go Google, where is our uh, this thing? He first of all sought the face of God and strategically went out and with his mindset and with his conscience. You know, I talked about conscience with integrity, with morality. They took the Egyptians and fed him. You see, assuming he, he had, and, and, that, and that became a tool for them to arrive at the place where the Amalekites have lodged in his morality, in his conscience, in his integrity, in, in his good ethics. They took the Egyptians and fed him 
And it was during that time the Egyptian opened his mouth and began to speak. Where are you? Who are you? Where are you from? Uh, why? What is going on with you? And the, the, the Egyptian began to speak and begins to give them clues of where the Amalekites have lost. And, and, and God so did it that it was, it, it was true. And they went there, they were eating, dancing, merrymaking, and all that. You see? So it requires for us to have good conscience. And in our good conscience, as you work with others, as you relate to others, as you communicate with others, you will see that there will be a sense of right and wrong. And you will be able to discern what the Lord will tell you to do with others. And as we do it to others, our dream will succeed. The dream of David was just to recover all the, the Amalekites are taken at that instant. And he achieved in the same way we will also achieve our dream if we have a good conscience, if we fight and have good conscience. Never allowing the challenges to back us down. There's going to be challenges in our lives. There's going to be challenges that is going to challenge us in evil in our face. You will see telling your face, you see you, 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 you. You cannot, you can't. You cannot do this. You can't. You cannot amount to this. That one, don't even try it. That one, you say you are going to do it. You don't have money. This one, no, it's impossible. So there's going to be all kinds of challenges. There will be challenges of saying, oh, you are sick. And challenges, no, this is this. Challenges of that, so many. See, a lion never stops chasing its prey until it catches it. She never stops. Keep going. So you will never stop chasing your dream until you live it. We are not to stop chasing our dream until we live it. Now, Ezekiah had a dream of living long. He never saw himself dying. He was sick. He didn't see himself dying. He had a dream of living. And the Lord saw it in his heart. And the Lord extend his days for another 15 years. And that is what we saw here. We don't know uh, if he prayed again and he lived another year. But what we saw here is that the Lord extended. He said, verse, uh, 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 6 says, He said, and I will add to your days 15 years. So the Lord added to his days 15 years. It's a dream that came true. So we are never stop chasing our dream. So we will never stop chasing our dream until we have lived it. So we are to dream big. And we are to never let small mind convince us that our goal or mission is out of reach. It may be out of reach for them. There are some people who are going to tell us, oh, your dream is too big. Your dream is this, your dream is that. Oh, quick. But you know what the Lord has been telling you. You know what the Lord's dream is in your heart. But you know what, what 
you need to believe in yourself and in the God you serve. And if you are in the way of my goals and dreams, I suggest there are things you might need to do. If you are in the way of, of your dreams, if you are in the way of your of your goals, you might suggest I mean one suggestion might be you you might need to relocate. Why do you need to relocate? To re- to relocate from people who are detractors, people who are haters, people who don't believe in you. So you are not to be discouraged. You are not to uh, uh, beating down to rise up and do something. We have to rise up and get going. We have to rise up and fight and go and get that dream up and running. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to take time. You see, some of us, it will take time. Some of us, it requires to fight and fight and fight and wait our war through the enemy's territory. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord said in John chapter 16, verse 33, he says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In this world you have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I just want to encourage you to take that. So there's going to be uh, tribulation. There's going to be uh, all kinds of situation. Okay? There's, there, there might be uh, uh, trial. Some of us, it might be a trial. Some of us might be, uh, uh, us might be suffering. Some of us, it might be persecution. See? Some of us, it might be persecution. Some of us, it might be a distress. Some of us might be, it might be, uh, that tribulation might be hardship. Some of us might be uh, misfortune. Some of us, it might be uh, a distress. Some of us, it might be uh, just uh, uh, an ordeal, uh, difficulty of one kind or the other. You see, you say in this world, you will have, you shall have tribulation. You see, it's be appointed that as, as we live under the sun, as we are as we are born of a woman, we are going to experience one kind of tribulation or the other. Your tribulation might be different from my tribulation. Because you see me shining, wearing some beautiful clothes. You might be envying me, but you don't know what I'm going through. You see? So just be careful to uh, 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 and see people the way they are. There are so many things that we don't know. There are many people who are just living their life like that, but when you 
when you dig deep into their life, you will see that they are also in tribulation. But until they tell you what is the Lord telling us in that, in whatever tribulation we might find ourselves, He said, just be joyful. Find joy. The enemy tried to remove the joy from us. When we are now down with no joy, we cannot accomplish much. People without joy cannot accomplish nothing. Now with joy, you are able to overcome the world. You are able to take that which God has given unto us. We are able to move that mountain. Why? Because the joy is our strength. We need strength when we are hit down. We need strength when we are beaten down. We need strength when we have lost all and we want to fight. How can you fight when you don't have that strength? How can you rise up all when you don't have that energy? You cannot fight. You cannot have that energy. So we need joy. See, the Lord said, He of God's chair, I have overcome the world. He had done all. See, so we have to go out and take what the Lord has already done. It's all that. The enemy has been defeated. But in most cases, many of us have awakened the enemy and tell the enemy and say, the enemy, you are alive and well. You are not defeated. But the truth of the matter is that the enemy has been defeated. Satan has been defeated. He's awaiting his sentencing. You see, do you not equip him? Do you not allow him to roar around? We have to resist it. We have to fight him. And in our fighting, we have to uh, pray. We have to fast. And we have to do what the Lord has told us to do. So rise up and get going, my dear brother, my dear sister. Okay? So I just wanted to encourage you. I hope your faith is lifted up today. And I hope you will rise up and get going and fight the enemy. So God bless you. We love you. And uh, God loves you. So take care and see you next time in Christ Jesus.